This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Arsenal preview series. A show looking at the next Arsenal fixture. In this case, it is Arsenal's game against Sporting Club de Portugal uh, in tomorrow's Europa League tie. Second leg of the last 16. 2-2 so far on aggregate after a tricky trip to uh, the Portuguese capital in which Arsenal struggled a little bit and was certainly undone a few times on the counter-attack. But uh, Arsenal probably going a little bit stronger tomorrow. We're talking about all that in terms of lineups and who we would and who we think will play and more with our guests. Let's introduce you to them. Uh, first of all, joining us is Pablo. How are you doing, Pablo? You good, Joel? Hey, how's it going, Tom? You good? Very good, mate. Very good indeed. How's, uh, how's things? I feel like it's been a while since I last saw you. Yeah, it's been a little bit of a while. I'm looking forward, looking forward to tomorrow. I just love being an Arsenal fan at the moment, mate. <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, I remember the days where we would be kind of trying to put off the next fixture, <laughs> not hoping yeah. it would come around. But uh, yeah, we just look thank- forward to every game as it comes, mate. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We're also joined by Daniel Roberts. How you doing, mate? You good? You well? It's a very yeah. nice piece of headwear you've got on. Yeah, Tom paid me extra to model the caps, so. though. <laughs> I can yeah, say no. that that's not true. <laughs> yeah, it is incorrect. No, I'm doing well with you yourself. Yeah, very good, mate. Very good. And uh, yeah, I was surprised when Dan popped up wearing his TGT cap. And then I was doubly surprised because our brand new debutant, Marcus, also popped up with his TGT cap on, which is fantastic. <laughs> I have to ask, why did you go for the grey? I need to know the answer. Either of you can go just first. Look, just looks nice, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, they both look good, but yeah, I just went for it. No particular reason. No, that's fair enough. I'm looking forward to seeing if we get more of our members come on. How many we can do with getting <laughs> your TGT uniforms on before these fantastic stuff. Uh, if you'd like to get your own, you can go to the link in the description. You can get the grey away one like the boys are wearing or the uh, 
the Arsenal home one, uh, as we described him here as well, with the Reds cannon on it. I should have worn mine, um, but I'm going out and I don't want to flatten my hair. So that's my reasoning behind that. So apologies. Uh, and Pablo just didn't refuse to, refuse to wear it. Uh, here. Well, I, so, I wasn't uh, good looking enough like these to fill the box. <laughs> Speaking of uh, being good-looking enough, Mikel Arteta has got to pick a very decent eleven tomorrow, Pablo. Do you think? How strong are you kind of feeling, though, we have to go? And, and also how much you think he will end up going? Uh, I think it's going to be a bit of a mixture. Um, I think it's going to go strong, pretty strong, but it's going to be a little bit mixed because um, he, he obviously wants to get as far as he can, if not win this competition. Well, the good thing about Arteta is, is no matter what competition you're in, you know Arsenal are going to go in to win it. Yeah, They're not just going to turn up, put a weak team out just to get knocked out. So considering how hard the first game was and or how hard we made it, <laughs> um, I think he's going to go pretty strong and then after a while start to make the changes. And I, I mean, we're at home. Uh, we're amazing at home with the fans behind him. I can see us winning quite comfortably and him being able to make the substitution that he wants. Yeah. Uh, Dan, do you concur with that or do you think he's going to go stronger? I, I think with our squad, I think whatever 11 we put out is going to be strong unless we're building some youngsters. But I, I'm quite content with whatever team Arteta puts out because, um, yeah, whether Holding comes in or... Well, we'll talk about players later, but I think the 11 will be strong no matter what. Do you think that we should be going stronger than maybe so because I know some people would like to just kind of toss the Europa League to one side. Um, I think, but, I, go on. Yeah, I think it's important we we go to the next round because I think it just affects the kind of mentality of the squad as well and the morality. Is that is that right? Um, yeah, just, yeah, but it's a weird one, isn't it? Morality as in the morality of the group. Yeah, maybe the, not <laughs> the, the way they look at life. Yeah. Yes. maybe the momentum is the right word. Yeah. I just think we should. We need to win the game and keep it up for, for our game against uh, Palace, is it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, Palace on Sunday, indeed. Marcus, lastly, I'll, I'll ask you something along the same lines as well. You know, <laughs> it is a decision to be made on some players like Gabby Jesus. Um, you know, you, Leandro Trossard's only just come back from that injury. Do you risk him? Do you throw him in? How risky do you think Arteta should be going? I think he's got to go reasonably strong, but I think, yeah, with a Palace game in mind, I think he's got hold back. And I, as much as I'd love to see Jesus, Jesus start, I'd have him on the bench. Obviously, we'll go through more in a bit later. But yeah, after Trussard the other day, give him another go. Give us it, give it a start. But yeah, I, I think there will be a few changes, but it's going to be pretty strong. Yeah, I agree. I think he's going to go relative. I think he might surprise a few people, actually, how strong he will. Maybe I'll be wrong and it ended up surprising me. Let's talk about some uh, individuals. Um, actually, no. First, what we'll do is, is, Pablo, we'll talk a little bit, of course, with your Portuguese-speaking background. I should ask you a little bit about sporting. Um, did they surprise you last week? Because, I mean, they were the team that I wanted and I felt like they put a little bit of egg in my face with how well they did. So did they surprise you with, with what they showed? To be honest with you, yeah, they did. They surprised me as well. Um, mm. I was with you. They, if I had to pick a team, they would have been one of the teams I would have picked for sure. But then once the game then kind of started and I'm thinking, mm, okay, <laughs> maybe I should have picked somebody else. <laughs> but um, yeah, like, like I say, they, they are a very good team, very good at counter-attack, but then they were playing at home as well. Um, that's the thing. It, does, uh, it makes a big difference. It makes a big difference. Whether they'll be able to play the way they played at their place at the Emirates 
I very much doubt it. I hope I'm right as well because I don't. I can't see them performing like they did at home. Um, that was almost like a, I suppose, like a cup final to them because we are the bigger team in in the competition that's left, one of the biggest. Um, so for them, getting to a draw with us would have been like a cup final to them. And that's no disrespect to Sport Lisbon. It's just it is what it is. We are the Arsenal. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Sharp Dan uh, and hear his thoughts on Gabby hey, Jesus, who, of course, returned to the action against Fulham only as a sub. Looked good. Didn't really, you know, look like a player who needs time, like we've seen from Smith Rowe, to kind of readjust to things. Would you be tempted to, to throw him back in? And do you think there's any chance we might see him from the start? I think we could see him from the front, from the start. I personally wouldn't because I don't think there's a need to rush him. In fact, I probably wouldn't start him in the weekend either. I'd wait till after the international break. I just want him to be fully 100% and ready to start rather than playing the odd 25 minutes here or there kind of thing. I I don't know. I'm I'm quite content with him not starting, but also happy if he is. Yeah, it's it's tricky because I feel like to get him up to speed, you want to play him as many as much as possible. But you've also got to kind of balance that with knowing how fit he is, now available he is, and also measuring the risk of of throwing him in. I might throw a, a poll into the chat box shortly as as we discuss that as well. But I mean, one of the players, Marcus, that people have described as being a bit tired lately is Bakayo Saka, um, and he's been suggested that he's being played too much, and we haven't necessarily got the depth to rotate him out. I think you've got players like Nelson or Trossard who you could play instead of him on the right-hand side. How much do you buy into the idea that uh, he's tired right now? Yeah, I, I totally think at the moment there's something... He's not quite there. His standards are so high, though. You think he's up there every time. So as soon as he has an average game, it, it looks so much worse for him. And, uh, yeah, he, he hasn't looked quite himself. And with, I think, Eddie, they said today, probably about a couple of weeks more, you've probably got to, going back to Jesus, Jesus, the situation, yeah, rest Jesus and possibly Saka. I'm trying to remember my team, which will go on whether I did put him in or not. I think I put I think I put Saka on the bench, but I'll soon be proved wrong. Yeah, it's uh, I'll tell you for those that didn't listen to his press conference said that Eddie Nketiah is still in his protective boot. It seems like it was a bit of a nasty ankle injury. I, I remember when the it was kind of still happening, and I mentioned in the the the, uh, the Discord server that there was fears that it was a long term injury, and it seems that that's certainly the case with an ankle injury that could keep him out for well beyond the international break. Uh, Arteta said that a few weeks was the words he used. So, Pablo, how, does that worry you? Or are you happy now with Trossard there and Jesus coming back? Do you think we'll be okay? Or is it a concern? Well, it's just the joy of having a squad that we do have. Um, because it's not... I mean, everyone thought we was going to sort of struggle once Jesus was um, obviously injured. And that was that's it. Everyone was, ah, oh, that's it. Arsenal are going to blow it now. They lost their main player. On comes Eddie. Yeah, Eddie gets injured. On comes Trossard. <laughs> and now Jesus is back as well. So then, just you know, I mean? to me, I, I think unless we had like three three injuries up top, we got enough depth to get us through to the end of the season, in my opinion. Mm, sure. Yeah. I- yeah, I think that if Trossard and Jesus stay fit, that's fine. And I think we're fine, you know, between now and the end of the campaign. It's just it's just that worry, you know, if you're in a situation where Jesus has kind of re-injures himself and then Trossard has this groin issue and then all of a sudden you're up without strikers again and, and you're really scrambling around for who you can use, whether it's Martinelli, whether it's Smith-Rowe or Vieira. 
you know, I know there's versatile options, but it's it's frustrating that we're getting to the business end of the season and we've lost a player that over the last three months has been really critical to what we've had to do in this side. The other one, Dan, is is Thomas Partey, you know, because obviously we've been without him at the end of seasons, uh, the last couple of seasons, and it's really cost us. But I feel as though that when he came off the bench um, in terms of the, the Thursday game last week, we gained a bit more control, if you know what I mean. But actually, when you look at what we need to produce in the league, he's really important. If you risk him, you could lose him. So where do you kind of stand on on him? Yeah, I think, firstly, Thomas Partey, I thought, was mine of the match in the weekend against Fulham. I thought he was absolutely exceptional, just everything he did. Love Trossard as well, but Partey mm. was on another level. And I think he is really important. But I think we can beat Sporting without him. I think Jorginho has put in some great work as well. Um, so if we don't have to play Partey, I wouldn't. And yeah, if it's 0-0, 1-1 or something at halftime, then bring Partey on and we'll do it again. But from the start, I'd go with Jorginho and then hopefully we're winning by the time and we won't need to bring Partey on. Yeah, I'm hoping that you know, I mean, I'm trying not to reveal too much about my lineup, but I feel I'm going to by answering the question. But it's it's something about certain individuals, Marcus, in this team that when they play, we just look more assured. I think Partey is obviously one of those. I think Gabriel proved that with his absence last week uh, against Sporting. When he came on again, we looked so much more controlled when he was there. What do you think that we ultimately need to to include? to make sure that we've got that control, but at the same time, being able to rotate enough players so that you're not risking only injury, but, but being fresh for the weekend. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Party is just, you know, I'm, I'm a huge Vieira fan and he is the closest thing we've had since him. But I mm. just, I'm torn because Giorgino's fantastic going forward, but it's back to the Emery days, parting of the Red Sea. When he plays midfield, he, he can't track back. So concerns but I'd rather keep party for the weekend Gabriel I would risk him because I, after last week's match and the one I was on the toss-up was between our two American keepers Tom Chicago will go for Turner <laughs> yeah. because after, after last week I thought mm, do I play Chicago this week but no I've, I've gone with Turner so yeah I know what you mean so I, I think I'd put Gabriel in out of one of the three but Partey on the bench but yeah he, he made a huge difference when he came on before You've had that saved up, haven't you, since you were like, I'm going to say this when I can't. <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment. Chicago wins. <laughs> no, look, Chicago's been very good this season. And when it comes to our lineups, it'll be interesting to see who's, who's selected him and, and who hasn't. Um, all right, let's let's not leave it any longer and, and go to them then. So, uh, Dan, you're up first. Talk us through your, your selection. Talk us through the 11 for the benefit of those listening on audio and uh, and your thoughts as well. Yeah, so we do a Chicago and go. Obviously, Ramsdale. Uh, we've yep. got... Ben White, Saliba, Kivior, Tierney, Jorginho, Xhaka, Vieira, Saka, Smithrow and Trossard. So I've gone with Ramsdale because I think for the... Again, I, I wouldn't mind if Turner played, but that, that one goal in the... I think it was a corner, wasn't it? And Turner kind of said it's mine and then Kivior left it. I think maybe Kivior didn't or shouldn't have trusted Turner. I, I, I'm not entirely sure. I think maybe if Gabriel is there... Gabriel just deals with it himself, but maybe it, it, it's a difficult one. But I think Ramsdale's more commanding, and he there'd be more chemistry there somewhat. Um, and I, again, I want to win this game, and goalkeepers don't need to be rested really. 
So I would go for Ramsdale. I'd go for White. I've not been too impressed with Tomiyasu as of late. Um, and I just want to keep White in the team. Tomiyasu mm. will come on on his classic 65th minute sub. So that would do. And yeah, I've gone for Kivior. And I know I've kind of contradicts what I said before about Turner. But I think I, if we're not going to play him, then what's the point signing him? And I get he, he's been bought for the next few years next few seasons but I want to give him another go with Saliba as well and I think he didn't do as well last time because we had Zinchenko at left back which is very much our plan A and Zinchenko obviously moves to the midfield and Kivior has then got two jobs to do which Gabriel does brilliantly but Kivior's not there yet he he's only just come in he needs a lot of training to do that and I think with Tierney next to him I think Kivior will be more of a just a centre-back because I think Tierney covers the left-back better, like the actual position better, which is why, yeah, I've gone for Kivior there and Tierney as well. Jorginho, yeah, I just want to give Partey a rest. Um, Granit Xhaka seems to play every game. He got rested the other day, actually, and I feel, I feel like that's his one rest of the season kind of thing, and he'll play every other game from now on. Vieira, I've been impressed with Vieira. Um, we all knew when he signed him, he, he wasn't gonna. It, it wasn't gonna be overnight, and he was gonna become our best player. But he's slowly getting into it. A lot of assists. Um, it, that one dive to win a free kick was brilliant <laughs> in the last game. Um, <laughs> he dove, and he didn't even know he was diving. <laughs> yeah, it, it was so funny when I saw that. Um, and then I've gone for Smith Rowe on the left because I think. He's, he played about 60 minutes in that game where he's brought on and then taken off. Um, but I think he's ready to start. And I feel I am being a bit unfair on Reese Nelson, who's really done well the last few few games that he's played. Um, but I, I want to give Smith Rowe a chance because last season I thought he was our best player when he played. Um, Saka, he's just, again, people say he needs a rest. I don't think he does. I think he's just one of those that can play all the time. He can get subbed off early, that's fine. But I'd just keep playing Saka. I think he's too important to this team. And you bring him out and it, it changes a lot. Even against Fulham, people were saying that he had a poor game. I, I yeah. disagree because I think... I, I do as well. Uh, what, you think he had a poor game? No, no, I disagree with the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. the idea that he had a poor game. I think he left Robinson scared for his life. He just yeah. kept running at him. And I think he really contributed to, to our... Well, our first half performance and our second half as well. Um, and Trossard, I've got something to say about Trossard because I remember when we missed out on Mudrick, you you did that video of was it thirty players that might replace Mudrick? <laughs> yeah, and I didn't I didn't really like any of the players apart from Trossard, and I gave Trossard the ten out of ten, and everyone else like a seven or eight. And I I think I've been proven right because I think he's been brilliant. I think he's been our best signing of. For a while, especially at the January signing. So I'm very happy with him. And again, I wouldn't start Jesus. So yeah, that's my team. Good stuff. Good stuff. No, I agree about uh, Saka. I didn't think he had a bad game against Fulham as well. I think that he's kind of mastering this ability to rest during games to maintain fitness. And that sometimes leaves us with a bit of a... Uh, a portrayal of a performance that he kind of flows in and out of, but actually it's him resting and maintaining his his top game for moments where he can influence things. And it was a couple of times where he did really well to get in behind, created chances, spread the ball well. So yeah, it, he's not a concern for me at all. Marcus, talk us through your 11, mate, and your decisions. Yeah, no, I went for American number two, so Turner in goal. 
Um, I think similar to Dan's comments, I think I've gone for Gabriel in the middle of the defence to help that situation. As much as I'd like to see Kibior again, I just think ties in the balance. We play Gabriel in the middle, bring back Rob Holding. He's Mr. Dependable, gives the Libra a break. I mean, he was fantastic at the weekend again, <laughs> but um, I'd do that. Tommy Yasu, I think Tommy Yasu actually has done better in the last couple, but I understand just before that, yeah, he, he did have a few wobbly games, but I'd bring him in. Because I, I don't know what it is, I don't know what your thoughts, Tom, with White, but White just never seems to last 90 minutes. He always seems to be, yeah. if he's unfit, comes off this something, I don't know. So I'm not yeah, I think sure. when, when people call Saka tired, I'm like, watch White's performance in the 80th yeah. minute plus. That's a tired performance. A like, it's different, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think give Tommy Yasu a go. Bring back Tierney. Um, but yeah, he looked a bit better at the weekend. Give him a run. He'll help out that side. Jorginho, great game forward. I think with Zach, Xhaka there, sorry, um, that will help defensively. As you said, Vieira is looking better. Give him another go. Rest over to God. Give him a break. Um, then it was up front. I feel sorry for Nelson. Toss up between bringing him on. Same with Emil Smith. I wouldn't disagree with anyone who put either of those in. But I thought, let's start with Martinelli and Saka get them a firing, get them to get us the goals. And Trossard, yeah, I agree, Dan. I mean, all the people that we were looking at, you know, we didn't think he would be as good as he has been, but he's fantastic. You know, and just ask those up the road, would they swap him for Richarlson, who had another off-goal disallowed against um, Sporting Lisbon when they played and to add to his collection of disallowed yeah, goal. No, it wouldn't be our, but it did get disallowed. So I know who got the better signing there. So, yeah, that's my team. No, lovely stuff. Uh, and Pablo? Cool. I'm going to try not to mess this up. And if I do, I'm going to try and make it sound as cool as Marcus. I'm going to be listening intently. <laughs> <minutes. laughs> no, Marcus messed up the names, but he says it's so cool. Woda God and stuff like that. I can't he, like, that was intentional, this. that was. That was yeah, I know, I know. No, no, no that's God, what I mean. Mate. It's like, it's really good. Like me, I'll just make a mess of it. But anyway, so I've gone with Turner in goal. Um, I believe give him another chance because... Leading up to the World Cup, or sorry, in the World Cup and the few games that he has played previously, um, he's he's done a good job. He just had a bit of an off game. Um, he's been rusty as well. He's going to be rusty, isn't he? He hasn't really played at all. Um, so he played last week. Play again this week. Hopefully get a bit of a sharper performance um, from him. And then I would go with Tommy Asu because, like you guys said, White just looks knackered, especially towards the end of the games. Although he's been still performing really well. Um, I do believe he's tired. Um, I've gone with Saliba uh, alongside him and then Kivior. I have. I don't know how to say his name. Uh, <laughs> so I'll go with Kivior. Um, I know he's got a lot of stick yeah, for his performance and stuff, but you've got to bear in mind, the guy's playing his first game for Arsenal, not with the starting eleven that we normally would have started or with the players around him. And like you said, the thing with um, Zivchenko going to... <laughs> <laughs> from, <laughs> from Zin, Zinchenko. Zinchenko. I'm going to make up another name for him. Shevchenko. <laughs> yeah, could be worse. Could be worse. Um, yeah, so he wanders off and plays left back, right back, right wing, up front and everywhere. And then obviously he's got two roles to play. Where with Tierney alongside him, is going to be Tierney. See that? It's going to be a lot better for him. Yeah. Um, and then in midfield... I know I think everybody's practically rested party, but I think... I've got to correct you again, I'm afraid, Pablo, because I received a comment the other day, and I do this as well, but apparently it's party rather than party. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh, okay, okay. 
party, yeah, like we're having a party. Yeah. He's um to me, he's got to start. The guy is absolutely unbelievable. Um, although Jorginho's obviously come in and done a very good job, for me, if he's fit, he plays. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, you can take him off once the game is dead, buried, and set and matched. Then yeah, take him off and bring Jorginho in. Alongside him, I'd play Vieira and um, obviously Odegaard as well. And reason why I've got them two, Odegaard, isn't it Rodegaard? Odegaard. Odegaard. Uh, I'm going to stop doing these ones here where you've got to <laughs> name out the lineup or get somebody else to do it for me. Um, yeah, so Odegaard, all right, is um, I think the thing is, we're going to be we're going to be the ones attacking throughout the game. I don't think they're going to come at us like they did at home. I think they're going to sit back and try and get us in a break. And clever little players like Vieira, Odegaard, and stuff like that, they're the ones that can unlock defenses. And then um, I'd go with a strong starting three, which is Martinelli, Trossard and Saka. And it goes to show the fact that, every, well, again, all of us, I think, have put Trossard up top. And at the beginning of the season, or right at the start of the season, if you would have said Jesus is fit, he he would have been in all of our teams because we would have never have dropped him. Yeah, But now we're all like, I oh, know, just rest him. We'll, we'll manage without him. Yeah, That's how good Trossard has been of the signing. In my yeah. opinion, and my star man will be him as well. I reckon you're banging a couple of goals. He's been excellent, mate. Like absolutely brilliant. Um, and yeah. I, I ironically haven't put him in my team only because I feel like he'll start at the weekend. <laughs> I kind of want to give Jesus the opportunity to start. Um, for me, uh, team wise, Ramsdale, Tommy Asu, Saliba, Gabriel, Tierney, Party, uh, Xhaka, Odegaard, Saka, Gabriel, Je- uh, Jesus. Uh, it's a hard J, I'm told, Jesus rather than Jesus, uh, and Nelson, uh, as well on the left hand side. Um, yeah, with White, I think with White, it's a case of the guy's played as a centre back the majority of his career which is I'd describe as the third least athletic position on the on the pitch behind goalkeeper and striker. Um, I think that every other position on the field requires a greater amount of athleticism. Um, and at centre-back, you, I mean, to go from centre-back to, to right-back, one of the most athletically demanding positions on the field, it's natural that he's going to be tired from running up and down that flank and having to chase up and down, which is not something he had to do last season. Um, so Tommy Asu coming in in these types of games makes sense. I thought when Tommy Asu uh, played against Sporting, he was really good at left back, really, really good at left back, and came on and was solid. And I certainly think made up for his performance uh, when he started against Bournemouth. So I just need to see that on the right. I do think his future for Arsenal is going to be as Zinchenko's deputy on the left hand side, and I think Arsenal will invest in a right back in the summer. But I think we do want to see those good performances on the right as well. Saliba Gabriel at the back, I just want to have that stability. It's nothing against Kivior, it's nothing against holding. It's just about playing the starters in this game. And I feel as though I said that, you know, it's the least athletic position. I don't think you necessarily need to rest centre-backs as much. And I'd happily start either. With Kivior, I'm really gutted that he's kind of already been a little bit labelled after that first performance. Um, I feel like there's a bit of a stigma that's already grown with him 
and people are already writing him off, which is a real shame. Uh, I'm hoping that we get to see him again at some point, probably in pre-season is the next time we'll really see him play regularly and then into next season. But fingers crossed we do, and he can show people why we bought him, because from what I saw of him when he was at Spezia and I was doing all the research around him, he produced some really fantastic displays, and Spezia have certainly gone downhill since they've lost him. So, yeah, it's it's really important to remember that. Tierney coming in, looking forward to seeing what he can do. Uh, hopefully he shows, um, apparently, you know, he's had talks with Arteta and discussions, and he's been told that you've got to fight for your play still, and he's apparently responded well to that. So hopefully that is the case. But in midfield, it's the starting three. I think that gives us the best chance of winning any game is having those three. And I do want to win this game and progress through. I think Vieira can come off the bench. Jorginho can if you need him to. So that's absolutely fine. And in the front line, as I mentioned at the start, I'd like to see Jesus start, but I'm indifferent. Trossard could start and then you could swap him at halftime if you need to. I mean, arguably, it makes more sense to bring Jesus on against a more tired sporting side, I suppose. I don't really have a preference, but I've put Jesus in from the start here. Nelson and Saka on the wings and job done. Um, so yeah, that's all of our four teams. Do let us know in the comment section down below what team you would go with uh, for tomorrow. Of course, of course, including your star man. So leave that down in the description. Let's finish off today's show with predictions. Uh, we're going to go in reverse order. Scoreline and scorers, Marcus. 2-1. Um, and sorry, Tom, I'm not going to go with a Benny Blanco screamer. I'm going with Saka and Vieira. Lovely stuff. Dan? I'm going to go for a 3-0 win. And I'm going to go for Saka with two goals. And I don't know, Jorginho. Jorginho. <laughs> Love that. Why not? That was good. Pablo? Right, I'm going to go for 4-0. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'm that confident. I'm gonna go 4 0, Trossard 2, Saka 1, Odegaard 1. Well, actually, no, Vieira, I think Vieira is gonna score. Yeah, no, I went for 4 0 as well when I was on the lounge on Monday, so I'll stick with that. Um, yeah. and I'll say for I just think that at home we got we'll have more, um, than we had in that away, and I think we'll have more control. And I do think that Partey and Gabriel will start, and that will add the control that we need to the team. So, yeah, I'm gonna go 4 0, um, and I'm gonna go with. A Benny Blanco screamer off the bench, um, of course, right at the end of the game, just to put the cherry on the cake. Uh, Jesus will get his first goal since returning. And I want to go with Nelson and Saka to get the other goals as well. Um, so thank you so much uh, for tuning in, people. Do drop a like on the video. I'm going to go through some of your predictions as well. Uh, Alpha says 4-0. Ranzi says 2-0. M.A.L. says 3-1. Uh, Temi says 3-1-2. Uh, James going for a 3-0 with Smithrow, Jesus and Vieira. Uh, Quire's going for a, a three of Trossard, Reese, and ESR with his first three up top with Xhaka Partey and Vieira behind them. Uh, and Bakary Lasagna is going for a 3-1 Arsenal victory as well. Dan, you have a quick question. Yeah, obviously your front three, what was it? Nelson, Jesus and Saka. If it wasn't those three and it was Smith, Rowe, Martinelli and Trossard, would it matter? Because I think we've got six front forward players that are just brilliant and could work. And obviously Nketiah is, is injured, but I'd be happy hmm. at Whoever played. Do you agree? Yeah. To be honest, I, what I like about this so much at the moment is that there's genuinely 
not a bad decision to make in the front three right now. We've got so much quality that I don't think it necessarily matters. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to yeah. seeing rotation. I'm looking forward to seeing Jesus return. And I'm looking forward to seeing Trossard continue as well because he's just been so good. So the combination with Martinelli in particular is great. If he can find a way of... I'd love to see Jesus and Trossard. I think that would create complete pandemonium for the defence because you don't know no, where anywhere we're going to pop up. Seeing them... I mean, you've got the argument that you can Saka by bringing Jesus in on that right-hand side. Um, and I think that could be something that we see maybe uh, in the future, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, Pablo, thank you for your time, my friends. Much appreciate it, as always. Oh, thanks for having us, Tom. It's really good. And hopefully we'll be um, happy Gooners on Thursday evening. Indeed. Daniel, always a pleasure. Fantastically sporting the hat there, my friend. <laughs> thank you. And Lav just reminded me, if Bellerin is fit and is playing, can I change my 3-0 to 7-0? <laughs> the Bellerin slander just keeps coming. <laughs> he's not. I don't think he's going to be there. No, as far as I'm unfortunately he's got not. A knee injury. Yeah, yeah he's got a knee injury. You say that. I heard that the right back they have that S S Yao. You uh, started the last game. I heard that he was awful, but he was okay um, when we played there. But I was tipped off saying he was pretty terrible. It's uh, quite good. Yeah, sporting without two of their key players. So yeah, it's a good point. Well. Marita and yeah, Bartes um, as well. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, that's two. No, by captain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, looking good, mate. Looking very good indeed. On the Discord, <laughs> all of that. <laughs> looking is equally good as well, Marcus. Uh, thank you for coming on. Fantastic debut, my friends. Uh, thank you for coming on. No, thank you, Tom. And yeah, make sure you get your hats. All good. Uh, the proceeds going to charity as well, which I think is a great gesture, Tom. So, that yeah, very well done, mate. Thank you. Cheers. Lovely stuff, lads. Yeah, we've raised, uh, I think, nearly £500 now uh, for charity, which is fantastic. Um, so continue to get involved. If you like the look at what the boys are sporting, you can get your hands on your own ones or the red one as well. Uh, you can find Pablo on Twitter, Pablo Mira 11. That's not Pablo Murray 11. That's Pablo Mira 11. Uh, you can find Dan at DRobert underscore 14. Marcus, do you want people to know where you've... Because oh, you haven't put it on your thing, so I'm asking you. Oh, well, well, it is on there, but I didn't put the hat thing or whatever. It's, it's the at MJC Guna. There you go. Isn't Lovely stuff. Well, there you go. At MJC Guna. Make sure you go and check uh, the guys out. Thank you for tuning in, people. Really appreciate it. Drop a like on the videos. Uh, you can continue to tune in every morning at 8 a.m. We'll be back uh, tomorrow morning with the 8 a.m. show. The reaction will be on Friday. Uh, and then Saturday, of course, will be all the build-up to the game against Crystal Palace. Lots of stuff to come, and hopefully Arsenal will pick up some big wins as well. Oh, yes, Dan, thank you for reminding me about the results of the poll. See, what would I do without him? Um, would you start Jesus tomorrow? 40% of you said yes. 60% of you said no. So pretty split, but still leaning towards the no, uh, which is completely fair enough and wrong. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. <laughs> we'll see you again very soon. Have a fantastic evening. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. 
because that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.